Welcome to episode 65 of the Inside Pod. I'm your host, Tim Schaefer. I'm here with my co-host, Rudy. How are you doing this week? Hey, Tim. I'm good. You know, same old. A lot of games. I'm off today and tomorrow, so that's nice. Just recharging a little bit. I think both of us were starting to feel a little fatigue, you know, in the last few weeks. Yeah, So yeah. it's definitely nice to recharge, you know, sleep in a little bit. You know, the whole deal, so. I actually just took the day off today's because nice. it was a wedding, like, 2.30, and I would have got out of school at, like, three and like rush in there and not getting it to like four right. and I don't want to be late and all that. So it's just like, screw it. I okay. I don't feel like going to a whole other spill teaching yet again for the, like the fourth week, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's still just so much to say and so much has happened. Of course. That, but uh, I'm still just happy I'm doing it. That's all. No, it's great. That's great. I'm glad to hear. It'll only get easier and easier and better and better. Yeah, of course you still have your days where it's like, oh my God, I need to go home. But you know, you will get better at it, which it seems like it's already happening. So yeah, I'm already way more comfortable than when I was like the first week doing it. Sure. I, I just didn't know what it was expected from me. Okay, how much do I really need to do here? Clearly, I'm going way above and beyond any expectation because the expectations are like, hey, look, as long Pretty as low. you can keep them quiet. <laughs> <laughs> They're still alive by the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, that's all we really care. No, nah, but you know what? I'm with you. Like, uh, you know, I could very easily just do the bare minimum and, and be good to go. But you find yourself just kind of wanting to do more than I you I wouldn't do. be just... happy doing that. Personally, yeah. I don't care if anyone was like, Great right. or watching or cared or not. It's more of like, I don't want to sit here with these kids and us just not learn anything. That's kind of right. That's kind right. of lame. Like totally the reason agree I want to be a teacher is to actually teach. Like, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, on, a, on another note, I was thinking something to, to intro the podcast today. So I haven't, you know, if, well, if you're listening and you're not familiar, you know, there's these video game groups. That's kind of where me and Tim kind of started talking anyway. You know, there's like um, all the IGN podcasts have groups, right? Just big, huge groups with what? What do you say Beyond has maybe like 10,000 plus people in it? Something like that, right? On that thought, sorry, yeah. try to remember what you're about to say, but this is big. I've <laughs> okay. thought about this for like years now. Okay. Facebook, all these groups inside of Facebook have taken the place of what used to be these forums and all these various right. websites. That's right, true. that we used to go to of like the IGN website, different forums, um, Game Facts forums. Um, yep. I had a specific trade games now that I used to go to where people would uh, trade video games with one another. There was never money involved. You could in like a whole different section of the website, but it was meant for trade for trade. Uh, and if it was like a weaker game, well, trade two for a stronger game, that kind of stuff. Sure. But they were trying to avoid money. Um, outside of like shipping and stuff but anyway so it was it was neat there was a big forum in that so there's all of these websites facilitating all of these forums that i used at least growing up all of my late kid teenage years all of that and then when facebook popped up that pretty much took the place of those internet forums i feel mm -hmm. all into facebook you have the groups and then it's the exact same formula that all of these forums were back then. Yep, it's tra it's transformed a lot. I, I do agree with you. Like, I don't remember the last time I went to like a Game Facts or something like that. Yeah. Uh, um. Anyway, the the reason I bring it up is because I used to use these groups like religiously. You know, every day in them, you know, throw up a post, get some conversation going, and there was always some negatives to it. Of course, you'd always have either the people who just annoying and rude. You know, you always get yeah. those people, or you get the person who like has to comment on everything you write something you know the opposite whatever you know you always have your negatives but overall i always thought it was a pretty good experience so recently maybe like a few days ago now recently i've just been posting in our group 
maybe on my own Facebook. That's about it. I haven't really been posting in the big groups just because I find it like a better, you know, a few people comment, we talk, fine. But recently I decided, I dared to comment on a post about uh, someone had made a post about She-Hulk, which, you know, is a highly controversial topic these days to talk about that show. It, it, it shouldn't be, but people it shouldn't are obviously be. It shouldn't overblowing. Be. Well, because here's the thing. Like, if someone makes any criticism of the show, people jump all over them. On the opposite end, if people even say, say that they like the show at all, people crap on them too. So, you know, it's it's a lose-lose. But anyway, the point I'm making is I recently posted, or excuse me, commented on one of those posts. I didn't think much about it. I went to sleep. And the next day, I remembered why I haven't posted much in these groups. So all these people making all these assumptions, getting mad at you that you said anything negative about the show... You know, you're trying to make your argue your point a little bit back and forth. And then you're like, why am I sitting here going back and forth with these random person I'll never meet in my life? You know, it's just it just reminded me of what the negative parts of those groups, you know. So, well, that bleeds into a bigger thing. I've been seeing a lot of people actually talk about the bigger picture idea here of there's two sides of this fence and we need to somehow try to meet in the middle here of understanding. OK, sure. you have one side who actually are racists and bigoters right. and all of this right so sure. they like okay uh we're gonna use the black mermaid thing right so people right. actually are for real like super against because it's a fictional character it really right. shouldn't matter skin tone not even a human <laughs> but you have this side of the fence and i agree with both sides on some right. levels like sure. we get attached to these character and we want them to look the same and feel the same because it's nostalgic for us and we want to see it replicated under like new technology but still be the same character so sure. i get that angle and then i get the angle of be people being like well it's a totally fictional character they can do whatever they want with it whether it's white right. black purple whatever the case is on top of their sexuality on top of anything they'll be into, they can change at any moment. It doesn't, sure. it's for them to change, not us to say what they can or can't do with the characters. So like there needs to be, and if there will ever be an agreement on this, on like, once you cut out the people from the far left and the far right, and just sort of get to some more understanding, what is the answer to all of this of like, where most people would agree, like, hey, we don't want these characters touched. Should characters, once they're cemented in, continue to be that way? I don't, I, I don't even know the answer myself. Because even for right. myself, when I see a character I care about, I do want that character to look and feel similar. Yeah, so so here's, here's my it's thoughts a, it's on a the struggle. whole thing. It is. It, and for, for me personally, this is how I feel. Like, Yes, of course, there are many characters who I feel that way about. Like, oh, man, I, I love this character. It's so great, whatever. But I've, I'm not to the point anymore where, like, if they remake something or release a new version of something, I still have my originals, you know? So I can only win from here. If, if it's not the way, what I want, hey, I still have my originals, you know? That's yeah. why it doesn't bug me. But that being said, there are certain instances where I think it's, like, too egregious. Like, for example, when they made... Um, <laughs> like uh, it goes in the shell and like Scarlett Johansson's played her. That was like weird to me. Like this doesn't really make yeah, sense to me, you know? She, but, it had nothing to do with uh, a race. It had everything to do with just the way they act. They're very different styles of people, way too much to where it just doesn't like, it's as if um, you had Ghost in the Shell, that main character, but it was a, you know, really strong weightlifting dude. Right, right, as right, the character right. that really would throw most people off. Most people wouldn't like it. I think so. Um, I think so. Maybe there is a line we still need to somehow fit inside of. 
I think there are examples where changing the race of the person can be problematic. But then there's others where I don't really care. Like the mermaid thing, I don't care because she's a mermaid. Yeah, I don't now, care about you, that. I'm trying to think of something like, where I would well, care. I don't know. Well, look at look at like Black Panther. Like Wakanda is a fictional yeah, country you can't in Africa, do that. right? That would be <laughs> weird. Do that. Why? Like okay. that wouldn't make okay. any sense. Or like that's um, a good line. Yeah, yeah. You know what? This one not nothing to do with race, but this one's more with your ethnicity. Like James Bond, right? A British person. It's got to be a Brit. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Right. So that's a Idris good Elba point. could could do that. No problem. And if people had a problem with that, then they're being hypocrites, right? Because because white or black, male or female, I just want it to be British. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah especially yeah. if that's the case, right? There's probably a few other examples uh, where it's it's kind of weird, <laughs> but um, but the point the point is that like to get back to the, the original point, She Hulk, for example, I don't think it's a great show. I really don't. I think it's okay. I think it has a lot of negatives. And saying that, people instantly lump you in with the people who just hate it just because it's a girl and whatever else, right? It's like, no, I actually don't like this show for valid reasons. <laughs> I just tried you know, a little bit of it, and what I'm thinking, it's just, it's not that greatly performed by the cast or so. supporting cast or the writing. Like, what's even, like, it didn't seem like interesting plot. It's just boring. Like, there's no it point, like, you know? Um, <laughs> and then the CG was bad. So the, the, it's, <laughs> it's all of those things. It has nothing to do with, obviously, no. She-Hulk is green and a woman, so they're already right. hitting on that anyway. <laughs> Right, um, but the the whole reason why I had the negative interaction in the podcast group is because I dared to say that every time I talk, point out any negatives about the show, people always rebut with, "Well, it's a sitcom." I'm like, "Okay, but what is that? That means I should inst- I should like lower my expectations." Like I've seen plenty of great there's sitcoms. There's good so, sitcoms. So. Yeah. So and then and then they say, "Well, that's not our defense. We're just pointing it out." I'm like, "Why is it that you always point it out anytime I say anything negative?" So mm-hmm. anyway. I think there's way better MCU shows, but I'm going to keep watching it and see how I feel by the end of it. So, yeah. You, uh, hate, that, green, you hate green Yeah, I, that's what it is. Yeah. Clearly hate yeah. any green person out there. <laughs> I mean, I may too. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I never met one. Like, you know, what if, uh, anyway. Anyway, we can get past that negativity and get to some good okay. stuff now. Cyberpunk 2077's big resurgence as developer CD Projekt Red has announced that at least 1 million people have played the game each day last week. That's awesome. Um, that's a huge bump. I mean, very, very big. I'm curious if that's even bigger than when the game launched because it obviously had a big blow up then. But I don't know if it was a million each day. But... Um, I want to say that for the articles I read, it is at its highest point since release. Like, okay, okay. And I saw that there was like, over a hundred thousand concurrent players at any given time, which is huge. I mean, that's bigger than yeah. Winter Three by a little bit. Yeah. So that's really that's good. bigger I'm than most the game big was... online video games, and this is right. a single player game. So right, yeah. I think that this is a. Uh, you know, we both played Cyberpunk at launch. I know Mario, you know, who had been on with us one time. He also, the three of us, really enjoyed this game off the bat. But I know a ton of people did not have that experience. So I'm glad to see. You know the reputation of the game kind of turning around. Yeah, They're, you know they've worked hard on it. They've they've got it where it needs to be. So that's awesome. I mean, personally, I think the game is great. So I'm I'm happy to see this. Oh. Yeah, it um obviously was better if you had like a PC or at least a next gen system. But most people at that time, because the the new systems were quite new, and so anyone unless they were a PC gamer or one of the what million tops at this point that would have right. like. Maybe each system was at maybe a million in sales right. in entirety at that point. When did this game right. come out? 
It was December 2020, I want to say. Okay, and the systems came out in September, so it was only a few months. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just make sure. Yeah, I don't think there was, at the most, there would be 3 million next-gen systems sold. So most people were playing it last gen or they were playing on PC. If you're playing on PC, it was it was good enough. Now, if you play it now on any platform, you're going to notice a very big difference. Well, first of all, just to verify, it did come out December 10th, 2020. And it looks like PS5, Xbox Series X versions, February 15th, 2022. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the game, I, I've talked to people who have played it recently on the even the older systems and they say the experience has been much better so that's good although i do really feel like this game is meant to be played on either a new console or a pc yeah Uh, it's just too much going on you know so we didn't say why the resurgence is obvious but we were overlooking it but the anime um, edge runners so i did finish all of it did you see an episode of it i haven't uh, gotten a chance to watch it. I'd like to watch it. What is it? What is it like? Ten episodes? It's not too long, is it? Yeah, it's ten episodes. I will say mm-hmm. I've watched all the episodes. It yeah. is as good as the Castlevania anime, Whoa. which you at least watched the first pretty, season of that, right? I watched the first two seasons. I want to say of Castlevania. Okay, okay, okay. I really think it is one of like the best animes that exist. Like it's up there with that League of Legends one. I watched like an episode of that. Um, and that's crazy, crazy good as well. So somehow there's like these pockets of like these game and anime that are like top tier. And this goes along with them. It is crazy good. Now, awesome. it is ultra violent, tons of gore, yeah. sex stuff. There's just like, <laughs> it is not for any child to slightly see. Um, <laughs> it is ultra, what, mature to the max, you know. But, right. It's incredible. I love it okay. so much. It actually, I think, does a better job of showing off the world than even the game does. Uh, because I guess they can just, like, get away with much more because they only have to, like, animate. They don't have to actually, like, make it work within this engine and all of that. Gotcha. And so they, I don't know, they just take things to a far further level than anything you would see in the game. That's awesome. But it uses all of the same things, like people being addicted to chroming themselves, to getting to the point where they just go berserk because they're more machine than human. And uh, place with all of that, there's so many great action scenes, but they're really good at giving the ups and downs and getting you really close with the characters, but they don't linger too long. You know, like some shows you'll have like an entire episode of character building. It doesn't do anything like that. It's more like here's 10 or 15 minutes of character building. And there's, here's another 15 to 20 of a crazy action scene. And they're really good at at giving both really well. And uh, I I don't know. I really, really love it. So I see why the game is blowing up because it, it really is like an incredible anime. And, uh, yeah, you really need to watch it. And my thing is now I want to play it. So what I ended up doing is like, I get it. Like now people want to play in this world again. And now that so many things are fixed and upgraded and all this, it's good to go back anyway. And right. so what I'm doing is I want to play it on my Steam Deck in bed. I'm trying to think of the best way I could possibly achieve this. And what I landed on <laughs> is GeForce Now because you could stream it on the Steam Deck and right. it's really, really good streaming technology. I say it's now actually like par with Stadia. And that's the only thing like if I 
stream from any other thing. Like if I stream from my PC to my Steam Deck, it's near perfect. GeForce Now and Stadia actually feel perfect to where I, I swear I could hand to somebody and they would never know. Now, if I stream one of my consoles, I get a little bit of a less experience and I have to think about, okay, maybe I should do turn-based and blah, blah, blah. But if I do like Moonlight on PC or if I do GeForce Now, especially in Stadia, those two are like incredible experiences. So I did Cyberpunk through that. The free version, you get like an hour before you have to quit and load it again. But so I could pay for more, but I was thinking, screw it. Anytime I'm feeling the need to cyberpunk, I'll play just an hour of it and then just stop. And uh, if I do that here, here and there, I'm good enough that way. And if I get like super hooked and want to keep going, then maybe I'll pay a month in. But anyway, I, I love it though. The game looks so much better than what it ever did before. Even through like, I don't know, there you can pull up a million comparison videos on like, how it looked at this day compared to this day. Oh, yeah, I'm sure and, it's so different. <laughs> it's very different. I kind of want to re-download the game and just just play around for 10 minutes or something and just see what I can do with the, with the new card and everything now. Yeah. yeah. I say before you start, like, do watch at least the first episode. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to definitely good. check that show out. It looks awesome. So, And especially what you're saying makes you want to watch it even more. Speaking of good anime, that hopefully this is good at least. Uh, Near Automata anime got announced for January 2023. So excited for this. I mean, oh, hopefully man. this lives up to these other amazing video game adaptations to anime. Which is this is the route video games should go. Why? I film maybe TV shows could work, you know. But stop pushing right. towards movies. Push towards anime. It fits in the I, I video agree. game realm way better anyway. So Yoko Taro had said that, number one, there will be some changes to the story, which I kind of am back and forth on. Well, I'll address that in a second. But he said the reason why is because the game was a story that they had written made into a game, right? So to take that and then make it back into a story, he feels like it's just the same thing again, you know? So he wants to change the story somewhat. I don't know how drastically he's going to change it, um, but if they yeah, had just retold the story... That's what it's going to depend on is how far yeah. it goes. If, I mean, you're going to have to change some stuff. Of course, of course. In anime. I just don't know how far he's meaning. If he had just done the same story again with the anime, I can't say that I would be mad at that. I would still watch that. But, you know, there's more potential here for some new things and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I'm super excited, man. It looks I'm great. actually a little more excited to know that some stuff will change just will because... Changing, yeah. I don't know. I've now played it twice and like, I, right. I know the whole story. So it'd be cool to get at least some stuff different. Um, right. right. Like, I don't know. Just by fear, uh, shock, shock value surprise alone is pretty nice. Yep. Yep. I agree. It's going to be great. So that'll be cool. Um, is there, so it comes out January, 2023. That's not long at all. Okay. No, not that long. Cool. Not that long. And they're clearly titling it near Automata. Right. So does that mean they're not putting in replicant stuff? Uh, release window. Yeah, I don't know. Um, here's the announcement trailer. Yes, wouldn't they just call it near if they were covering everything? I would think so. Yeah, but it's set to star to be in nine S, which is cool. This the stage is a far future where humanity is defeated by the moon. I mean, that sounds like the game already. But if it's the game beginning to end, like, yeah, he can change stuff along the way. But that excites me in ways of, like, I'm thinking back on so many things that'd be really cool to see animated. Like the um, the village with the um, people where they're, oh, like, saying yeah. you're a king. 
where Pascal that? is and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know you're I talking know. about. Yeah, uh, it's going to be, be cool. Yeah. going to be very exciting, man. But it, the only thing I – it says they, the trailers can be watched on the Aniplex official YouTube account. I don't know what that is. So I don't know if that's like okay. a channel in Japan or something or what. Weird. So, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll see. But um, anyway. Uh, I guess loosely related. So, we, you know, remember the Voice of Cards game, the first one that came out, what, about yeah. less than a year ago at this point? So, apparently, they're coming out with a third game in the series already, which is nuts, because I guess I understand how they're getting them out so fast, because the whole game is made from the cards, right? And they have that baseline already, yeah. and they're probably just creating new stories. But it still is very impressive. I mean, I've only played the first one, so i got to catch up on the last two here. So, just nuts, man. It's coming. Third game's coming out, and I want to say it's October. So, um, yeah, if you haven't played any of these, check them out. They're pretty cool games. I played the beginning, really liked it, and I need to go back. I don't know what my problem is. Like, I got to play mm-hmm. this anyway. Yep. Yeah. More moving the TV anime and all of this. Uh, October 6th. Uh, so here in a few days at 4 p.m. Eastern, they're going to show a teaser trailer for Nintendo Illumination upcoming Super Mario Bros. film. Releasing April seventh, twenty twenty-three. Um, I'm excited to see this trailer just because I just trying to grasp my mind around what exactly is this? Like, is it <laughs> is it gonna look like a video game world, but we're getting like or are they gonna try to pull this like going into the real world, even though it's animated, it's still like is it more like Despicable Me with like in a modern age, or is it actually going to a Nintendo world and staying there with like <laughs> we're now in Mushroom Kingdom and I'm going through different levels and all of that, or is it actually like trying to put Mario into a, a modern setting in our world or something? That's what I'm right. more curious on than anything else. I want to see that would be so cool if we did see like a you know Mushroom Kingdom in the background or something, you know, while they're talking. They're, you know, showing the trailer. Different. I shots. want a full-on like Mario adventure, like you would get right. in a video game, but somehow made into a film. Sure, that's what I want. That'd be really I guess, cool. I guess the not too long of a wait to see how they're gonna do this, <laughs> but I'm I'm curious to see what they pull. Like out Mario there. Three, you know, you have a stage where like the enemies are way bigger than you, or even in Mario sixty four, they do that where like enemies are way bigger than way smaller, and uh, playing with all that, like they could go to so many different worlds in this film and them just trying to traverse over these crazy um i don't know obstacles for like a for like a big goal that they set in the in the script or whatever like that could be really Mm -hmm. cool outside of it just being another oh mario's with a human person and they're going to a police job and making donut coffee jokes and whatever. Like, <laughs> That's I, like Sonic, Razia Sonic. Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> I want, uh, I, don't, I don't know, I want it actually just be lush with Mario stuff, specifically, instead of trying to lean into our world. Yep, yep. Should be interesting. What, October 6th at 4pm, so we'll know. We'll know um, not too long from now. So that'll be, yeah. definitely going to watch that right away. Try to see what, what it's all about. Um, on another note, more movie and TV stuff. Detective Pikachu 2, long absent Switch sequel is nearing release. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of, is this the movie? Not the, the movie. The game? Oh, this the is the game. game. I see. So are we ever going to get a Detective Pikachu 2 movie? <laughs> yeah, I want one. <laughs> yeah, I, cool. I did like Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Well, I guess it's nearing release, so 
That's pretty cool. I'm sure people will be excited about that one. But maybe release this in conjunction with the movie. Even the, the sequel was announced back in 2019, so it has been a few years now. And then they talked with some from Nintendo, and they said, oh, it is near and release. So they have been working on this entire time since, and they're getting close. So that's cool. Very cool. Um, it's, it's actually a pretty decent game. It's meant for young kids. Like I'm talking like six, seven, eight, nine at the most, but it is well made. Um, it's right. just uh, the writing and the puzzles and all of that. Any of us would breeze through it all, no problem. But um, it's specifically meant f- to test the intelligence of like an eight-year-old, you know. So mm-hmm. um, they are good games, though. Like um, you should totally try to get one of your kids to play it. I think they'll like it. Yeah. No, I, I would definitely be interested. I'm sure they'd love it. So, Triangle Strategy PC release date announced for October 13th. This is awesome. If you haven't played this game and you don't mind a lot of, uh, let's say, dialogue and exposition, then I think this game would be great for you. It's awesome. There is yeah. voice acting, but there is yes, voice acting. There too, is yes. a lot of story. It's, yep. I mean, I'd say it's probably <laughs> what seventy five percent story, twenty five percent gameplay. I would I would believe that. It's a it's a lot, but that being said, the story is really good. Very yeah. very good story. Great. I mean, characters. we said it at the time, but it's very um, Game of Thrones like in terms yes, of yes. the house scene and the different nations and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff, man. One of my favorite games of the year for for sure. So, yeah. Uh, former PlayStation executive Sean Layden joins Tencent. Uh, here's <laughs> what he said about it all. We are at an epoch defining moment in gaming and interactive entertainment. There are many possible roads ahead, but only a few are profound, broadening, inclusive, identifying, inspiring, and or sustainable. I am thrilled to continue this journey of discovery and thank Tencent for the opportunity. First of all, what a load of BS inclusive that word should never fall into a company run by (laughs) i mean look there's the whole thing of like yes uh america can be a little too capitalistic for its own good okay right but you know you, you there's a far other end of the world that is like really bad communism to where nobody's feeling free to pretty much do much of anything put it this way let's in our little gaming nerdy bit right here video games mm-hmm. right right they only let you play it i remember us doing a story at the beginning of our podcast friday and saturday oh night, yes remember one that? hour each night and that's Pretty the only ridiculous. time you can play imagine that same mentality just applied to everything in your life right it's not a good time there okay they're incredibly controlling so to see him saying profound broadening inclusive no that one is definitely not the case. Uh, Tencent's <laughs> no, here to buy as much as possible, own as much as possible. Same with Disney, right? It all originates <laughs> right. from there. And uh, they just got somebody that knows a lot about the industry. He did a lot of stuff for PlayStation. He wasn't the CEO. He ran PlayStation Studios, I want to say. But now Tencent just got a huge leg up on how everything works, uh, what they can do in the future in terms of how to get, you know, to basically win us over and make them look like, oh, you know, we're just friendly, great guys just trying to, you know, give you video games and just have a good old time. 
you know, um, but they do far too much like <laughs> actual abusing <laughs> of their people for me to be able to uh, support anything that I don't know. I, it, it's just wild to me that like how much money would they have to have given this guy to him just be like, well, I mean, screw it. It's this oh much God, money. It's I, mean, I guess I might as well take it, even if it's uh, for some very shady <laughs> It's got to be a ridiculous amount of money, man. Like, because yeah. he, he knew how this would look and still did it. So it's got to be something crazy. But yeah, another one, uh, another one fallen, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Speaking of Sony, though, they're confirming that original PSVR games are not compatible with PSVR 2. Personally, how I feel about this. I'm not a fan of this move, but at the same time, I understand that PSVR is not like your normal. It's not as easy to work with as like, you know, PS4 to PS5 or something like that. So maybe they ran into a snag. I don't know. Do I wish the original games worked? Yes. But I'm, I'm assuming there's some reason to make this harder. But I don't know. I don't know for sure. I, I never owned a PSVR. Right, I've 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 went to a friend's, tried it out, was quite disgusted by it. Um, but I'm very like saddened by this, not because oh I had a bunch of PSVR games and I wish they played on the two. No, the big problem with this is so much content was made already, and right. now when you get a PSVR two, there's not going to be much to pick from because they right. have to start with a clean slate. So now I'm going to get, what, four or five games at launch, and I'm waiting <laughs> months for, like, oh, Got here's one fresh. game. Wait months again. Oh, here's another game. You know, P- VR games take a while to develop. There's not many of them already. So you just cut all of that, and uh, that really hurts me to the level of, you know, now I don't know if I want to like, get this at launch because – I won't have much to deal with, right? What am I going to do? I can only play that little Horizon experience so many times. Um, I was looking forward to it because I was going to be like, okay, cool. Um, All of this stuff already exists. I'm jumping in. I'm going to have still like 100 games to choose from whenever I get the thing. I was thinking that the entire time going in. Uh, So this totally kills my buzz with all of that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame you. People have a lot of people have built up like a whole huge collection of VR games. So, PSVR whether games. they're purchased or not, just the fact of them being there to obtain, there's right. not going to be much there now. That's that's yep. the big problem. So, yeah, now sucks. I I understand why the the PSVR was very gimmicky in the level of you're using the wands from the PS Move, right? You're using the camera from the move so trying their best to implement it into a vr experience and uh they did a good job with what mm-hmm. they had but this is completely different new tech so oh, i'm not happy with this and this just completely changes like dang i i don't know what i'm gonna do now when it comes to looking forward to this thing i guess i'm just gonna have to like wait and fill it out see how much content comes to it because even if you can get like oh, no, we're going to have a lot of support. Let's say a lot of companies said, yes, we're supporting this thing. We're bringing games over. It's still going to be a long time till they can actually even achieve that. Right. So at least I won't be getting this at launch because of this news. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because I, I don't want it just sitting there and not having much content to go through. Yep. Yep, agreed. And they've never showed, they've been showing a decent amount now to this point, but are we getting an Astrobot, right? 
I hope so. Uh, I hope so. The game's awesome. Uh, that, that, that first one on PSVR was like one of my favorite VR experiences. It was really good. I think Astrobot is man, what a, what a game! It was such a cool game, and it seems to have become like a um, uh, like a part of Sony's image now. You know that game in particular. Yeah, a new system so. comes out. Um, here's Astrobot. I hope that is the case with this VR too. Yep. Yep. Anyway, uh, we shall see on that one. Let's see. Next up, we got Electronic Arts Motive Studio announced on the 20th that it is currently developing an Iron Man game in collaboration with Marvel Games. The as-of-yet untitled game is a single-player, third-person action title starring everyone's favorite genius, billionaire, playboy, Tony Stark. Electronic Arts heralds this game as the first of several new games developed in a new collaboration with Marvel. So the game's... Uh, well, excuse me. So far, Moda Studios' work is Star Wars Battlefront 2, which, if I remember correctly, the campaign was pretty bad yeah. <laughs> in that one. Um, and I know it launched not great with the multiplayer, but eventually got better. 2020 Star Wars Squadrons and 2023's Dead Space, which we have yet to play. So I guess we'll see. I'm not super hyped on it yet because I don't feel like this studio is some top tier studio. But the idea of a new Iron Man game is really cool. So uh, we'll have to see. Well, Squadrons is amazing. We'll yep. see about Dead Space when it releases. But I'm telling you, Squadrons, that's one of the best VR experiences I've ever had. That's awesome. Um, if I were to make like a top five, it would be Astrobots and Squadrons for sure in that top five. Yep. So, uh, And I, I decided to throw this in at the end because I saw it. Uh, E3 is returning in person this year. Or excuse me, 2023. Um, oh, so yeah, just okay. a little change up right there. Finally come back and what? It's been like, what, three years or something? Four years, maybe? Yeah. Since yeah. Something like that. So should be oh, interesting. Oh, wait. No, I was hearing about this. A new company is overtaking, running all well, yeah, uh, Reed Pop. Re- Reed Pop, whatever, um, whatever that is. It actually is guys from like 1UP Days, a lot uh, of okay. older gaming groups that you'd be aware of if you were to dig deep into Reed Pop. Um, I watched like this interview about them as well. It actually seems like the ideal candidates to run this. Um, it actually put a lot of faith whenever I was digging into who they were being like, okay, yeah, I actually think they can pull this off. Gotcha. It's a lot of people with a lot of great connections. Let's just say that. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm interested for the stage cringe again to come back, you know, like the old days. Yeah. 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 (laughs) No, me oh, too. Yeah, I yeah, really yeah. badly miss just it being live, people going up on stage, whether the system works or not, that the game works or not, whatever. We're like, that's part of the fun. That's it makes it feel a lot more genuine and real than just sitting there for an hour and a half watching a video clip after a video clip. It's not nearly as engaging for an audience, whether they're or watching live. So I really badly want this and i hope it goes well it'll be nice i think people will be happy that that it's in person again i don't think people prefer the other way so yeah yep all right well let's get into what we're watching what we're playing yeah so uh i'll start off with metal hellsinger i beat it this morning actually the game i was playing on i want to say there was three difficulties i was playing on the middle difficulty it's called goat or something yeah i picked the middle too yeah, go difficulty was pretty – the first, like, six levels, I didn't even die at all. It wasn't easy, but I was just – you know, I'm pretty good at these games. You know, I'm very used to uh, the Doom-like, you know, 
And then the rhythm stuff was, you know, picked up pretty quickly. I saw some people writing stuff like, oh, I can't get the rhythm down. I'm like, man, I, am I good at this? Well, or is again, it just not that I, hard? Didn't, I didn't either until I messed with the calibration. Once I messed with that. Oh, yeah, the calibration know. will change things for sure. You're right. So I, I, I really too. think maybe that's all the problem was is because yeah. even when I ran the calibration and was testing the buttons and going along with it. Right. And then playing it afterwards, I'm like, it still doesn't feel right. And I, right. I, I had to go in there and manually just keep adjusting to it felt right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so I did have to do some extra work that a normal person I feel wouldn't have even bothered with. Gotcha. Because when that, when it's working right, it doesn't seem that hard to match the beat, you know, with the, um, the different weapons. If you have a good display, that also helps. My yeah, sure. TV isn't that good. Um, but I've noticed, like, with any rhythm game, like, if you have a TV with a good refresh rate, whether it's 120 or 60, I just mean the milliseconds involved, they differ from TV to TV. So... Um, just the better you have of your refresh rate tech in your TV, I think the better you're going to be in something like this. So there's a lot of factors when it comes to a rhythm game. And I think that's honestly all it really is. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're probably right. Um, anyway, I, I played about like the first like six levels or so really enjoyed it. Love the music. And I was saying before we started recording that um, I've always been fine. Like if someone's playing metal music, you know, and I hear it. I've always been like, okay, that's cool. I haven't really thought much about it more than that, though. But this game and Doom, some they like really make me enjoy this music more. I think it's just the whole killing while you're doing it. It just adds so much to it. You know, it feels awesome. I like this game. I played exclusively on with my headset on. I downloaded my Steam Deck, but I was like, no, I, I can't play this on my Steam Deck. This is like I gotta be in front of a big, bigger screen, yeah. headphones on. You know, um, and so I, I really enjoyed it, but. The last two levels on that difficulty, uh, man, the last, the second to last level was super tough. Like, I, and I didn't realize when you play on the middle difficulty, you have two resurrections. So if you die, you're allowed to resurrect two times total, and you start off with a full health bar again. You lose some of your score, which is fine. But the second to last level actually was the last boss was getting so hard that I had resurrected twice, and then I died, and then it started me from the beginning of the level. I was like, oh man, this is brutal, actually. Um, <laughs> So once I realized that, I tried the seventh level again and beat it. And then the final level, um, I had to resurrect once, but I beat it. So it definitely got tough towards the end. Uh, but overall, if you find the right weapons, like I want to say there's maybe four or five weapons. There's the the two dual pistols I use all the time because they're just great. And the, to keep on the beat with those and get your multiplier up is really easy. And then there's these other two weapons that you'll get. They look like a sort of uh, – I don't even know how to describe these – they're kind of like boomerangs, like these like hell boomerangs. You throw them, they hit through them, and they come back, and you can throw the cool. other one. Uh, they're super strong. So I just was going back and forth between those two. But the more I read up on this game, the more I realized I missed some important things. Like the little skull thing that you can use from the beginning, it's weak, but it has unlimited ammo, and it builds like your fury um, so that you can do more damage and stuff. So, you know, there's some cool strategies in this game, you know? So definitely really, really enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. Um you said you played a little while of it, right? You didn't get that far yet? Yeah, just because I'm in the middle of other things and I don't want to like fully, but I just wanted to see what it was about. I do really like it. I am going to play it. I just need to finish what I'm currently yeah. doing so I can actually put time towards it. I get it. But I, get I it. played I played the tutorial bit, then I played the first level. Okay. And I did love it like a lot. So yeah. Yeah, it's a very cool game. Very underrated. I mean, I don't see enough people talking about it. I'm glad you mentioned it because I would probably have never even played it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, definitely right up your alley if you like Doom, you like the the music and the combination of both. 
awesome game. So you can tell they're working with a very small budget, though. Like, um, yes, forget yes, when you're can. actually in the level playing. Well, I guess I should mention that one when you're actually level playing. Level design isn't as good as like a Doom would be. No, no way. Uh, level design's pretty basic. Right. But besides that, like uh, the menus are like very well designed. There's not much there in terms of depth of other things you can really do. It really is straightforward. Go into the game, play these levels, and that's pretty much it. Uh, so don't expect much like flair and a lot of polish. But in terms of just the raw gameplay itself and the experience when you're in the meat of it, it all is really, really good. So yep. just, you know... I guess don't don't expect the flair. That's all, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. It's definitely a lower budget, but for what it is, pretty good. And I'm looking forward to whatever they do next. I'm going to come back to the next game. But first, I want to mention, I'm still working my way through Horizon. Still having a, a blast. Still liking the game. You know, not much to say there. I'm going to be playing that game for a while. Very long game. Um, I wanted to mention Divinity Original Sin 2 because I have something going on with this game that's kind of bugging me. So uh, I played it with my buddy here and there, and I don't blame him because I've been so busy that I haven't been able to play a lot. So he kind of like plays on his own on a separate file too. And uh, he ended up beating the whole game. Like he said, he really enjoyed it. But whenever we play together, we're like, I don't know, we're running into this sort of like roadblock. Like the game is super hard. Even if you're one level under the people you're fighting, it, you get like slaughtered. And so I'm getting to a point where it's like we're not able to progress that much because we're too weak. And then he already played through the game. So I'm like, you know what? I don't even know if I'm going to see this through now at this point, you know, because the chances of me playing the game on my own are very low. And I have all these other games. And hmm, what do I want to play? Do I want to play Metal Hellsinger where I'm way into the music, having a great time? And again, this is no no diss to like how good divinity is because it clearly is a good game yeah. or do i want to play divinity by myself where i'm just stressed the whole time i'm not doing well i don't really have any direction you know seems like a game i'd like to play with someone else more than than the opposite you know so, i mean i've never completed this game and i've always right. hit the same wall to where oh um, god it's like it so... just gets like really really difficult and yeah, yeah. i'm not even sure where i should even go and all that stuff but right, right. i i love the the game i just get so overwhelmed owned by it and uh i feel like i'm like drowning in the game that's kind of how i feel too i feel like hey i I got a level up i put allocated some stats i bought a spell and then you still get slaughtered in every battle (laughs) it's just like crazy again not taking anything away from the game because clearly it's a good game but I don't know. I was. Uh, it's just a bit hardcore, you know. I don't it know. is. It is very much so. And again, I'm not usually opposed to that. I guess it depends on what kind of game it is. So, <laughs> my buddy Harold, you know, if he's listened to this, I don't know, man. I guess we'll have to see. Like, either he's going to carry me through a good portion of the game, or maybe we'll just have to move on to something else. I'm not sure yet. So that's kind of like on the fence. I'm on the fence with that game right now. You know, especially these days with limited time, I want to be playing something that I'm enjoying playing it the whole time. You know, yeah. I don't want to be worried about. And it's funny me saying this, who loves all these hard games, but I don't know. I'm, I'm in limbo with that game right now, so we'll see. But the last game I wanted to mention was this one. Again, another. Lately, I feel like this year I've been playing so many games that I would have never played had I not seen a post. Someone tell me about it. I look into it a little bit, and then I play it. So this game, Proteus, it just came out. It's 1.0 version, just dropped like less than a week ago. I guess it was an early access before that. It reminds me of old school Doom a ton, you know, with like the pixelated graphics, um, the way that, you know, the way that, you you know, you shoot the shotgun, boom, and it slowly yeah. lowers it, reloads it, puts it back up, you know, that kind of thing. Kind of reminds me like Wolfenstein and Doom, the old games. Um, but it has today's modern technology. So when you start the game up, you can like crank up the um, 
the explosion effects and the basically you can crank everything way up and although the game looks kind of pixelated and old school it looks beautiful super good looking game um very cool weapons music the level design is there closer to like doom style really really good it's not that long of a game it's supposed to be like a five hour long game um i just played the first level and i and then i quit halfway through it i didn't realize that it starts you from the beginning again so i'll have to go back to that but yeah when i played oh, so far, i have I really seen like this. this i have really seen really this cool before um i didn't realize what you were talking about only because yeah it really looks so good it's hard to even tell I know. it's pixelated I know. yeah you're right and so when I first saw it, I didn't notice that was the case. But yep, since you yep. say it, and I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, okay, it it's is. so cool. Um, the gun has, like, the slower animation. Right, like, right, exactly. It's an old video game, but you move just like a fast modern video game. It's it's so mm. – what I love about it's it is – It's a like very it, clean blend of the of yeah, modern yeah. and old, yeah. The explosions are so awesome. Like the – um. I don't remember what the term it, for it is, but you know games like Returnal or or even Resogun when the when everything explodes, like the physics yeah. and how it looks. This game does a great job with that. You know the explosions; it's super gory and bloody and stuff too. The music's okay, cool. Crazy. Yeah, I want to play this because yeah, it really, it out, yeah. I love how fast it is. Yep, yep, um, and and the menus and everything are super clean. You would this feels like a game that came out in 2022. You know, even yeah. though it looks. Um, oh, like no, it totally what looks 2022. Yeah. yeah so. um, it's more of just, I don't know. They got these like old school elements in it, but it's a modern right. game, I guess. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, it's anyway, super cool. That looks awesome. I'm going to definitely keep, that. now that I beat Metal Hellsinger, you know, I still have Horizon, obviously I'm working my way through, but Proteus is like the game that's calling my attention right now. Like, I want to sit down and play this right now, you know? This looks better. I mean, the, the Metal Hellsinger is a fun rhythm game, but this right. just looks like a better game overall. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So, yeah, cool. definitely uh, definitely liking what I've played so far. I'm going to spend some more time with it tonight probably and go from there. So, Okay, nice. Um, I'm playing Blade Fencer Musashi because you brought it up last yes, episode. Yes. And it's one of those rare, I feel like I've played most, if not all, of any good game from Super Nintendo PS1 since that's like my alley of my most favorite games there. I always wanted to play this game and then so right. I finally just did so. I'm I telling like you it. it's it's really really good. It's like a I'm trying to think how to it's like a it's like a platform platformer with like slight RPG elements kind of thrown in. Like mm-hmm. you'll go to like a town, you'll buy equipment and stuff like that. But as you're playing most of the game, you're actually feeling like you're going through just like a level, like a level would be in any other video game. Like I got gotcha. to finish it beginning to end. You're not like you never grinding or anything like that. Right. Um, right. It's more about, I guess, plop, like you'll go through an area where there's a lot of like steam going off of different valves and you got to run and sort yep, of time yep. that ride. Or you'll have moments to where like, uh, enemies will be placed in a very like um you got to figure out the pattern of like who to kill and when like i don't know it's it's very um video game-esque platformer (laughs) puzzler sort of thing that many games were in this time frame but then they just add a very slight rpg uh, element on top of it but uh all that being said on like how it works Yes, it's it's a ton of fun. I mean, it's pretty awkward. Like, your sword is so short range. You're, like, way up on an enemy just to just to attack them. 
And then right. so many times too, like, cause you have to be so next to him to hit him with the sword. A lot of times I'll just grab him and said, and, and chunk him. Um, <laughs> but then because of that, I found out, Oh, you can throw enemies into other enemies and do massive damage. And so now I'm purposely trying to chunk enemies into each other. Get a lot of kills that way. And uh, Love that. I don't know. It's, it's unlike any video game I've ever played. It's very original. And so it's fun because of that reason alone, because yeah. we, there's so much that comes out nowadays. There's, there's what probably oh realistically 50 games a month that come out. The volume is just like ridiculous. Yeah. Crazy. So it's, it's rare to find something original. So does that mean we need to go to the past to <laughs> and pick stuff we never played where we would get a little more originality? Because in that time frame, though, a lot of people were just experimenting way more than what they are now. Just because yeah. people aren't as risky anymore because there's a lot of money to be had and they really want to be successful. And it's hard to convince a publisher like, hey, take this crazy idea and run with it. Like no one can do what Kojima did with Death Stranding. Right. If someone else were to pitch that same idea, they're going to say no. The only reason they said yes is because it's Kojima. So that that's why you don't get stuff like Death Stranding that much. So to get such originality, it's almost like we need to go back to these time frames to where people didn't care as much. And they were just trying to make anything they could possibly think of in that level. You know, it's it's a very cool, interesting game. It um, I don't know. Looks good. Runs good. It it, it has a very, um, you know, Final Fantasy seven how the characters are designed. It doesn't look that atrocious, but it still is in that same vein of like the 3d polygon arms and everything. Yeah. Yep. They look like they're slightly more cleaned up than Final Fantasy seven by the exact, that exact same uh, characters with the, uh, I don't know the way their hair would be or their (laughs) arms or legs would be like, as if it's like (laughs) Legos or something. It it is in that vein, but, um, I don't know. I guess now that's like nostalgic and kind of pleasing to see. Yeah, I think people like seeing that now. Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) I'm glad you're playing that one. That was I always. I really really like it. I am on the I think fourth area right now. Gotcha. um, I'm definitely gonna play and finish it. I mean, I'm having a ton of fun with it. So that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I agree with though, because we're looking at like, you know, what are people scoring around? Okay, eight point two is what you're saying. I was like, yeah, okay, it's it's totally an eight game. Now that I've played enough of it, I'd put it in that same frame. Disney Dreamlight Valley. I've actually been playing this on the side for a few weeks now. It's I don't think it's good. I've I've tried my best to sort of like try to take what's best from it and overlook some things and blah blah blah. I know it's in early access and it's not fully out, but a lot of people are like the Animal Crossing crowd is jumping from that and playing this instead. And I'm seeing in a lot of groups of how much they're really liking it. So I kept trying to push through, thinking maybe the beginning was just rough. No, the whole game is rough. Um, I think it's just think like, I don't get it. Disney has a lot of money, yet this game is very like low budget very broken i get it's early access but i I, then i don't want to play it i guess i'll see it when it fully comes out but it's it's far too rough shape for me to enjoy it just feels like i'm playing some really i don't know like uh a rough like like (laughs) a game made by three people you know over the course of six months hey here's what we've gotten so far 
uh, but so many of the mechanics are broken or just don't work, period, or glitching you. Or it's just, it's I don't like it. Right, right. I, I need it's, it. I need to be far more polished. I had heard some people say they liked some things about this game, but th- that was my question. Like, oh, it looks it looks a little rough. You know, it doesn't work. Maybe it has good ideas, but maybe it's just not. Executed. I mean, even when you're walking around, the way your character walks and the way the controls feel, that alone. It was like right when I instantly started moving my character, I was like, oh, this is disgusting. And uh, I didn't want to play it from then on, but I just kept trying to push through anyway to see if I could right. find some good there. But I can't even stand the way it controls. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, too bad. No uh, yes, I was playing Cyberpunk 2077. I talked on that. Um, yeah. I went through and played this new Star Ocean demo and the Valkyrie right. Elysium demo. Two very different games, even though they're like JRPGs. So, Valkyrie Elysium is a action game. Like it just like just has like RPG elements, like I was saying with Blade Fence or whatever. So, this game, Valkyrie Elysium, is the highlight of these two. By the way, Valkyrie Elysium, I was blown away by how good this game is. I'm super excited. Can't wait for it to launch now. I didn't know it was going to be this good. I've played the two prior games and I've recently replayed them again just to sort of like familiarize with them and try to remember. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I remember it. The PS2 game, like I was nostalgic for it, but when I went back and played it, it's pretty rough. I don't think it's that good. The PS1 game is a lot better, but both of them had really, really awesome ideas. And I'm just like, man, if these ideas were in a modern game, it'd be incredible. And that's finally what this game is because as you're running around fighting, you'll get these like souls that you can obtain in your party and then use them as like a second or third character in your party. So you'll like, uh, you'll be fighting, you'll target on an enemy. You can shoot one of your summons to fight them instead and then shoot another one of your summons to fight another enemy instead, or fight the same enemy that you're fighting. And they have very good AI and know like when to block, when to attack, when to use spells, all of that. And you can also have more control over what you want them to, you know, maybe not waste certain moves and whatever. But the combat is super fast, super kinetic. Um, it feels like one of the better action games I've ever played in terms of like. I'm a, you know, like a character action game, like a Devil May Cry or a Bayonet mm-hmm. or something like that, where I'm like getting a bunch of combos on a person and hitting them in many different ways. And it's super quick. It does that like Final Fantasy 15, 16 looks to be doing the same thing where you can kind of like rush towards the enemy really quickly, sure. almost like you're teleporting to them or something and then fighting them in the air and then almost like some Dragon Ball Z stuff, you know, and right, uh, right. this game does that as well. But when you're managing other people in your party as well as yourself in such a fast-paced game it's like it's like a Final Fantasy 7 remake but let's say it was a lot more like bayonetta instead gotcha. of an rpg and it then it, it kind of works like that but the game looked really really good um i will say like i was playing the ps5 version it's it's playstation i don't even know if it's yeah i think it's playstation and pc but when I was playing PS5 and the PS5 version, the pop-in was really bad. Like, as I'm running through flowers, like, you can just constantly see new flowers popping as you're running. Right. And I never really care too much about, like, pop-in even being a thing. 
It's I'm usually able to overlook it, but this just made it way too obvious to where it was like bothering me a little. That's the only negative thing I could think about it, because um, everything else looked really like really great, like current PS5 game in terms of just how objects look and everything else. Like when you're in the castle and stuff, it's one of the most beautiful castles I've ever seen. It's it's a great great game. It's it sold me okay. completely. I'm having a ton of fun. Um, the Star Ocean demo is really God. They have been rough for many iterations now, and this is still rough. It's better than the last two they've come out with, but it's still not quite there. This like Trey A Studio, or whatever. They got to step it up. I don't know how to explain it. Just like the characters, like the way they talk to each other, feels really rough and not very i don't know it's just not good um (laughs) the combat's like okay they're actually trying to do what valkyrie's doing but valkyrie's just doing it far better and it seems like as if like they're trying to emulate all of these high action games and they're just not able to do it as well the whole thing just feels rough the problem is i love the the story and the setting of it all in Star Ocean far more than most JRPGs. Like sure. on like these group of people almost like space pirates, and then you have these people almost fighting against the space pirates, but them going to different planet to different planet, trying to like colonize certain planets or trying to help out other planets, or like uh, it has a very high scale universal look on it all and the way all of the like ship designs are are super elaborate and all the tech that they use they go into deep explanations on how this piece of tech work and that piece of tech work and it feels very like believable like if i was looking at the script for this game and not seeing it in action i'd be sold the problem is they just can't seem to execute that well on it i see uh, some anyway bad on all of that but I would love to see you play like this Star Ocean demo, or I just want to talk to somebody else right. who's played this Star Ocean demo and try to like see what's making it not click for me and see if it clicks for them or like can further explain because it's, I feel it's hard to describe why it's just like it's there, but not quite good enough, you know? But anyway, I gotcha. Okay. Um, but it's just annoying because they've been like this for a while, but Star Ocean 1 and 2, if you go back and play those way back in Super Nintendo PS1 days, they were the best in that genre at the time. So it it sucks that now they can't seem to like, they're like (laughs) getting closer and closer with each version. It's far better than the last game. And it's uh, hard for them to get that former glory back. Yeah, it's just <laughs> they're just so close yet so far. Anyway, uh, last thing I just been watching Hunter X Hunter because I'm playing a lot of my Steam Deck and I'm throwing that up on the TV. I've never watched this. I'm a okay. big fan of Yu Yu Hakusho, and it's the same right. creator. It's been out for a long time. It's one of the most popular animes, so I'm like, I need to actually sit down and try to watch this. So I'm like seven episodes in, and I do really, really like it a lot. Um, I'm I'm in. I'm definitely gonna watch it and finish it. So there's that. All right, gotcha. Okay. Uh, let's get into this uh, main topic here. Yes. So yes, yes. Basically, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go over all of IGN's ten out of ten games. Now we could have picked from any source, but we're gonna pull from IGN. Just stay, and, just stay consistent. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
we're going to like say a game, say if we agree with it being a 10 or not, maybe give some reason and move on to the next. I've beaten most of these, but not all of these. So like to the people being like, well, how would you know if it's a 10 or not if you didn't finish it? Again, there's there's a lot of even other variables on why no I would agree <laughs> with someone else's 10. And every person is different. Why one reviewer would rank it at 10 compared to me could be very right. different reasonings. Of course. But we're just saying, even if a game I have completed, uh, it's, does it, most of these I have anyway. But most of these I may not agree with the 10 that they give. Because right. I like other things in video games that the other person doesn't and vice versa and blah, blah, blah. Totally fair. So, and <laughs> no reason to go into these disclaimers. It should be obvious. But we are just wanting to go over them all and just see, like, are these games, do they right. maybe do not even agree? hold up to today? I don't know. Right. Do we even go that far? It's more of just, do we agree with them ranking this a 10 even at that time? Yeah, we'll just briefly give what you just said. You know, hey, did I think this game deserved a 10 when they rated it? Yes or no? And then maybe some brief thoughts and we can move on. Yeah. I think that, that would probably work. Do you want to go from the beginning to the, to the top or top to bottom? Like, Yeah, you know what? Let's go from the beginning and then go to more recent times. Okay. All right. So first up, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Personally, especially at the time this game came out, I think it deserves that score. I don't have a problem with that score. I'm a big person like, on being down on Ocarina of Time. Majora's <laughs> Mask is so superior. I love Majora's game. Mask. Um, but I still think this game deserves a 10. I still yeah, think this game cemented so right. many. I don't even know how they even thought on how to <laughs> solve certain problems when it comes to 3D gaming that right. we all use going forward. That is the reason why it needs a 10. But what I'm saying is like, if you're that great of a developer and can implement something in a video game that people take with them decades forward, it's a pretty massive deal. And Agreed. it really shows how well this game is designed. And again, you got to think on how small this, you're talking like a 26 megabyte file size game sort of thing. Now oh, yeah. you have like 80 gigabyte games, you know? So <laughs> it being as big of a video game that it is, in such like a time frame is incredible. I mean, this is when were you able to get such a big fulfilling lived in world at that time frame? I mean, this was like you still had Game Boy Color being played a lot <laughs> during this time frame. Um, yes, yeah, so yeah, it's it, it I don't know, it's a, a big lot, deal. Man. Yes, yes, yes. And it, I mean, it's a great video game. If I never played Majora's Mask, like, and this was all that I knew. I would be thinking, yeah, like I wouldn't be jumping to Majora's Mask, and I would just keep it here, and I'd be like, yeah. But it deserves a 10, yes. I do, I do yeah. believe it does. Agreed, agreed. The, I mean, Hyrule Field alone in that game felt like some ama amazing magical thing when I first played it. The supporting characters, the yep, yep. the major boss, like all the Ganon stuff, uh, all the different areas that you go to. It's very diverse areas that you go to, like a fire area to a lake area and blah, blah, blah. Um, right. You we agree on that going one, between the past and the future. It's, it's a massive, awesome, really incredible experience at that time that nothing was even close to matching. So, anyway. Agreed. Okay. All right. You want to take the next one? Uh, Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. I agree with the 10 here. I do. I agree I mean, as well. This this. Probably bigger Change than Ocarina of Time, 
yeah. created an entire genre and way to view RPGs. Because before then, you know, you had like Dragon Quest and stuff, but that was very much whole different. Like now that we're collecting monsters and you and and using link cables to trade with friends and <laughs> plus the whole story of just you're a little kid who's 10 and you go on this big grand adventure all the way to beating the elite form becoming a champion over the whole region i mean it's a very big scale thing to have on a, an original game boy on top of that you wouldn't even think like i mean with that tech the best you're getting is some tennis game or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. how can you have such a big grand scale RPG on something that uh, just low tech? I don't know. Just it's, remember playing it and incredible. thinking like, this game is crazy. I can't believe everything you can do in this game. This is so cool. And then you think of it today, it's like, yeah, I mean, you're still good games, but it's like so basic when it comes to an RPG, you know? But yeah. Yeah. No, every, everyone took stuff from this, you know? Right, right. No, definitely well-deserved. So, um, 10. Definitely a 10. So, next one, this Metal next Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots. I'm saying 10. I, I, already, know, I already know I how you feel about this complete, game. complete, I'm saying 10. <laughs> This is one of my favorite games ever. So yeah. For me, I'd probably... Don't <laughs> kill me, Tim. But for me, personally, I'd probably bring it down a little bit. I, I think this is a good game. I think all the Metal Gear games are really, really good. Way above a lot of other games. Um, I'd probably bring it down a little bit. Maybe like an 8.5 or so. I think, personally, for me, I just... Um, the same way people kind of talk about Metal Gear Solid 3 and they say what they don't like about it, I'm kind of like in that camp, right? I recognize it's a good game, but there are certain things that I'm just not as into. But that being said, I'd love to replay this sometime and see if my opinion changes. I just don't have an easy way to play it, you know? Yeah, even now, like I'm replaying it, but I'm playing it through emulation and, and I can't, even with the emulation being even better than the PS3 version, Right. It is still rough. It won't run consistent frame rates, right? It will still glitch. It'll still give me like it'll just straight like crash and restart. Um, there's there's still too many problems. But the original, if you were to pop it in a PS3 right now, you're gonna be playing in like twenty to twenty five FPS at best. Sometimes dropping into the teens. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not a. Ru- it's really rough and hard to play. But when this game came out, all their games around it, they were all like this. Uh, a smooth frame rate wasn't a thing in this time frame. This was 2008. This was in the beginnings of HD gaming to begin. Right. Uh, I think I think the 360 came out 2006, right? I think it's like... Uh, uh, something like that. But yeah, this is the beginnings of HD gaming, and this game looked far superior than any game around it. it really, even it really if they did. were playing like the same frame rate, like all of these games were running bad. If you go and play like that Perfect Dark game on 360, I mean, it yep. runs off. All all of yep. these games did not run well. Um, <laughs> if you play the original, even Gears of War, you're not going to get consistent 30. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. People don't realize that because they just weren't caring about it at the time. So this game falls under the same things that all the rest were doing around it, but this excelled, and this is one of the best stories ever told in a video game. Yep. And the Metal Gearness of it in terms of sneaking around, going through, now that I'm replaying it, this is top-tier Metal Gear combat as well. In terms of getting into a new area, staying sneaky, getting in the grass, uh, getting people from far away, getting their drop without getting seen. 
all of that mess. It really is like whatever you expect, Metagear 1, 2, and 3 in the Hall of All That Works. 4 was like, what What was all of the good things from each of the Metal Gear games? And let's mash it all into one game and have like a big hurrah of um, all of the stuff we have learned so far throughout the series thrown into one thing. But these had the longest cutscenes compared to the other three. But like I said, when you compare it to other games now, it really is a drop in the bucket and it's not that bad. Yep. Agreed. Um, so I really wish people could come back and play it, but there's no option to do so. So it's very frustrating. Yes, they need to do that because I'd, I'd like to replay that one. Um, I, I feel I feel people would change their mind on this game. I, really I think you're probably right. You know, I, I'm definitely gonna play it again sometime. Anyway, um, X one Grand Theft Auto four. Uh, I really love this game. I don't know. I think people disagree with me, but I liked five more than four, and I think four I like five more like, than four. I think four I is probably like it. a nine. I think it's a good game. Yeah. I think it's got a good story, but you know, there's certain little things that I wish was a little better, but still a great game. Um, so I would probably disagree with IGN slightly on this one. Probably a I'm nine not saying I'm actually with you. This is the first time I'm saying I don't agree. I would give it a nine. Yeah. There, there are some big problems with this game, and I think it's the weakest in the series. Um, it wasn't at least like do, starting yeah. with like three Vice City, San Andreas, oh, yeah, four yeah. and five. If I'm comparing them all, I would put four at the bottom of that list. Now, if we're comparing Grand Theft Auto to just other video games, yes, it's still amazing. Oh, still. And yeah. I would still yeah. give it a 9. You can maybe convince me a 9.5, but I couldn't give this game a that. 10. I think 9.5 would be fair. Yep, I could see yeah. that. So, Yeah, that's All the right. first one to come across so far. I'm like, nah. Well, yeah, we both disagree on that one. Super Mario um, Galaxy 2, I wish it was the first one. Um, yeah. I like the first more than the second, but they're both 10 out of 10s to me. I, I agree with that. I think putting aside how I feel with the, the one compared to two, I think they're still both phenomenal games. I mean, what else is there to say? I mean, the, the way that they expanded the Mario into this huge It's Mario design at perfection. It's, it's, I agree with that. It's totally top-tier level design. I mean, God, yeah. what great games. So, yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would agree with the 10 on that one. Um, Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare. You know what? I would agree with this one too. This was I've such never a great... even played this for five oh, minutes, so I dude. have to just flat out skip on this. I wouldn't. So know. good, so good. I when I first saw the Undead Nightmare thing, I'm like, this is kind of dumb. Like, this doesn't have anything to do with the story. Uh, and then when I played it, I was like, holy crap! This is actually really, really well done. Really good story. Gameplay was super cool. There was some really cool mechanics going on with the zombies and the nighttime and everything. Um, so yeah, definitely well deserving of that in my opinion. Pac-Man Championship Edition DX, I'm not giving a ton of this. I actually like this not. game a lot. Like, I'm a big champion of this game, pun intended, but it's not a 10. No, I don't think it's a 10. I think it's fun. No, I don't think it belongs anywhere. It's a, a great Pac-Man game. I just, like, 8, 9, but you're not convincing me a 10. I mean... No, I'm with you. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's too high for that. <laughs> um, next one, Uncharted 3. I think I'm I think I might no. like it's still I, a not it, it falls in that nine for me. I would give it a ten, but only remembering like I'm trying to remember that I like Uncharted Two so much more. But I do think the game is a masterful game. Yeah, you have to really, forget really all that. Good. You just have to yeah take it as it right. is. Um, right. I think it's a great game though. Very good. The set pieces are awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. It's I, I, would, just I would keep it ten. I'm saying no. You're saying okay. yeah? Yeah, I would keep it. I would keep that one. Okay. 
Um, well, this next one's highly controversial. Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. <laughs> so I actually give this game crap. I'm one of those people that do be like, man, I don't like this, don't like that. Um, sure. I'm still giving it a 10. Yeah. I, I, agree, I agree with the 10 because what this game does, like, no one, even the worst, worst one, I, I don't think it's the worst one. Right, but even a one of the worst Zelda games, let's just say top five worst. Um, right, I think it's still far superior to any other video games even being created, like then and I now. I, I agree. Still I think it's an incredible journey. I mean, yeah, I, the game, the game. I'm trying to really do my best to be impartial here, but man, the game is just so good. I. The level design in this, or excuse me, the dungeon design in this game is better than like any. As a whole, dungeon design or land design. Like when you go to a new land, you know, like, okay, we go to the same area and it can be annoying because, oh, I have to go here a second time. But when you go that second time and realize the the amount of layers that were in the same area that you just overlooked the first time, that's genius stuff. Like the the people who created this, I mean, they're the best in their field. I mean, and, this, and it shows in this game. I, I think it's I think it's fantastic. I, I I cannot give this game a ten. It's it's too hard. It's 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 great. And even stuff like the the boss rush mode, which had never been in any Zelda game before. The story is one of the best. Zelda's not yeah. always known for its top tier stories, but this one had a great story. The, um, and great supporting cast. Uh, the the villain is um, right. amazing and. Um, who the, who you thought in the beginning was a villain ends up becoming your right, friend? Right, Groot. Gro, what was his Gear, name? Gearham or whatever his name is. Or, or no, oh no, no, sorry. I know you're talking about. Uh, what is his name? Hold it's on. Not Goose. What is it? No. It, you know what? Groose. That's what it was. Groose. Groose. He's yep. awesome. I love. Bruce. I like him. This makes me. <laughs> this makes me want to go finish the port that I have on Switch because I never did. For some Zelda's reason. really cool in this game. I love yep. Zelda in this yep. game. Yep. Agreed. Um, no, the uh, cast great, great. is great. Um, all the different lands you go to, all the dungeons you go to. I mean, these these are some of the best dungeons in Zelda history. The what makes this game rough is there's just some pockets there to where like it just drags a bit much, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, it's always when I'm like thinking after the fact, but when I'm in the midst of it, I couldn't be having a better time. I, I totally agree with you. I think it's, it's an awesome game. So well deserved. I'm just comparing that. it to other Zelda games, and I'm like, well, this Zelda game did this better, or this Zelda game did this better. But it's still a ten if I'm looking at video games as a whole. I'm, I think I'm going to start playing that game again, man. I have to because I didn't get that far, and it's one of my favorite Zeldas. It makes no sense, so <laughs> I'm gonna have to do it. <laughs> uh, All okay. right, Last of Us remastered. Let's just say Last of Us one. And or, and or remaster doesn't matter. Right, same right. sort of deal. Same. same um, I, I don't put this. It's just the gameplay that holds this game back. The story is phenomenal. The graphics are phenomenal. The even the moment, like even traversing the land when you're talking and and exploring and checking stuff, all that, all that's even a ten out of ten. Right. I just have an issue with the the loot system and the actual combat is pretty weak. And uh, yes. that's what makes me not want to give it a 10. I just can't because those are two, they're quite major flaws in the, in the overall view of it. Right. Oh, Skyward Sword doesn't have anything that glaring to me. Like they're like the combat right. in Skyward Sword is great. Uh, it's, it's so fun. So much um, fun. And I think the reason why so many people 
crap on Skyward Sword now because they didn't like the controls. Now, for me personally, the controls worked fine. I didn't have an issue. I no, have to. They worked press- fine. It, it's they tired, were tired, like tiring because you you do have to put in the work. So it right. isn't something you'd want to play for five hours straight because you would get burnt out. <laughs> right, right. Um, but you know, I guess you got to set that going, and I guess you that could be a person to person basis. If do you do you just get too tired and that's why you bring it down. Like, okay, I can give you some room there, but I'm, I'm not going to lower it because of that. Right, right. I'm, I'm seriously just talking about Skyward Sword again makes me want to replay it. So I'm literally deleting my files now. And I'm just starting, <laughs> starting from scratch again. <laughs> um, but Last of Us, the, the, I, the combat is actually kind of bad. Um, it's not great. Uh, the story is obviously very good. The setting, the, you know, there's a lot really good stuff going on there, but I'd probably give like a nine something. I don't but, think. It, and even when you're going around finding this stuff, like in the beginning, it feels cool because, Ooh, I'm checking drawers and all that, but right. not even halfway through the game, you already know exactly where any items going to be when you walk into a new building. Sure. Sure. There's yep. no, there's no diversity. There's no like, more thought put into it. I don't know. Totally agree. Yeah. So, all right. Next up, we got Grand Theft Auto Five. I do think this game deserves a ten. I think it's the story is amazing. I think the three different characters, the way they did that was cool. The gameplay feels way better. I don't know. I just think it's a very. I solid agree with the overall. ten here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, sorry, I'm gonna be annoying. I just thought of one more thing with the Zelda yeah, thing. Yeah. So, uh, items, right? Think of how clever Zelda oh, yes. is about putting an item somewhere. Yep. And then think yep. of Last of Us items. Like, come on. Like, that's what <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to say. Like, I, I get that, what you're saying. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. All right. Sorry. Let's go. <laughs> no, that's okay. No, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, it's Grand Theft Auto Five. I mean, I don't know what to say. Like, what they have boats, cars, motorcycles, all of these ways of playing, so like good. shooting, and they're all executed very well. I mean, like, it's a gigantic world with a million systems going on all at once, and it's not all falling apart. You know, it's 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 fantastically well designed, and it's it's a great world. It's funny. It's charming. I mean, it, I don't know. It's it's. I think it's 10 out of 10 for sure. It's uh, totally. That's why I'm so excited for six, man. Can't wait. So, <laughs> all right. Um, next up, we got Metal Gear Solid five, the Phantom pain. I know people have problems with this game, but I do think it deserves a 10. I, I think, think it's, it's such a, a damn good game. This is very good. different from, I was saying one through four, like four was like the maximum on like them building up one, two, three, and four and pulling different stuff from each game. Five right. wipes all of that clean. Five is very fresh feeling very much. Just, open world but you are sneaking around this open world and finding clever ways to take down big groups of enemies without right. them all hoarding towards you you know agree um, it's 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 fantastic i mean it's it's so good it has so many tiny little details that just like that's what makes these 10 out of all of these 10s it's all of the little things that add up. That's that's I feel is what makes these tens. Mm-hmm. And uh, Medical Solid Five has many very small attention to detail. Like you could read a sign and it could take you back to lore of Medical Solid Two or something. Like right, right. everything has a really in depth connection. They definitely pull that off super well. So yeah, um, yeah, totally agree on that one. Um, next one up, The Witness. I couldn't beat it. It was too tough for me. And uh, I eventually gave up. So I, 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 I'm just passing on this one. But, you know, what I played, I mean, it was 
very clever, very well made. Just, it's I never was able to finish it. It's just so much. No, I mean, I totally get that, but the fact that this guy was able to take like a mechanic of just you know drawing lines, but then it turns into like something way deeper. And every yeah. place you get into, every area you get into, is like a new language you're learning. And then you take that language, you go back here, and you apply it here. And uh, there's so much discovery on the island. There was it's, this one area to where it had to connect like such a large area, and it almost seemed like four different spots. <laughs> like you could see it all, but you're walking very far to get from one end to the other. And making them all still like connect to the center point and one thing would be wrong out of the maybe 60 that i had to fix and it was driving me insane i spent hours could not figure it out and i eventually dipped out um, but I, I i really liked it it's just man that's a that's a very tough puzzle game i'll give it that it is it is i i think it's such a smart game such a cool game that it's deserving of the the 10 personally okay. i had a really great experience with that Inside, I actually never played. Oh my god, so good! <laughs> Need to play that right now. Yeah, I, I, this is another one. I I truly feel this game is a ten. I feel it's the perfect experience. Like honestly, you could probably sit down on a night where you're free, you know, get some coffee, some energy drink, something, and just three, four hours of your time. And man, every time someone experience. says that, I'll spend a night, spend two to three hours, and feel I'm not even half away. I don't know why I'm so <laughs> slow. I don't get it, but. What, Every time um, someone says that, I'm like, oh, I clocked nine hours in it. <laughs> did I play let me see, did I play it on Steam? I'm just curious now to see. I think I played it on Steam. Let's see. But yeah, if it actually is three or four hours, I mean that'd be awesome. I must have played it somewhere else because I only have fifty two minutes in, in okay. inside. I think I might have played it on Xbox or something. But um how long the beat has it uh uh, let's see. Yeah, and anytime I look there, I'm, I so, know to like almost double the time. Yeah, well, it says four out, three and a half hours for just main story, main and side stuff for completion is four and a half. So it really is definitely not not too long of a game. Uh, Breath of the Wild. Come on, man. Do, it's do we need for to say sure if you listen this to this podcast, best, you know how we feel. This is one of the best design <laughs> video games to exist. Like, I, I'd give it eleven if I could. Um, yeah, I, I, we've spoken enough on this game. I think it is without a doubt a ten out of ten game. So. This so let, let's look at all these tens here and make sure. In terms of pure like video game design, not looking at like story or characters or anything else, purely viewing it from like critiquing how they designed the video game. Breath of the Wild, I think, is the best so far that we've said. Yeah. I agree. I think it could like damn near be the best players, game on, all, on all the, the mechanics of like teaching a player something new, all the mechanics of just like uh, the, the the food, the weather system, the physics, just the world they created, like the bare bones of it all is incredible stuff. Um, I, yeah, I don't I think. Agreed. Yeah, I, probably in this whole list, I don't think anything in terms of that viewpoint beating, but. God, anyway. and the fact that we're getting part two. God, I cannot wait. <laughs> anyway. Because um, I like the story more in like Metal Gear Solid 4, yeah. for example. You know what I mean? But like Breath of the Wild, it's not about, you're not even thinking of, it's not about story. It's about, it's about game design. And like, I don't know. It's like the pinnacle of, on like uh, how systems function in a video game. And the best way you can implement things. Like electricity, how it works and all of that. You know what I mean? It's very, yeah. very well yeah. done. Agreed. Agreed. Anyway, it's amazing. Uh, Undertale. 
I only played two or three hours of this. I really liked what I played. I thought I wasn't. And I've tried a few times, played five, ten minutes, being like, man, this is weird. I don't know. This is dumb. But um, I want to say it was a few months ago. I played about three hours. No, let's say two hours. And I thought it was so good. Um, the writing, the characters, the 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 surprises that you come across, it flips your world upside down like almost every, what, two or three minutes. It's, it's very well made. But yep. I haven't beaten it. But of what I played, I you know I could I could see it get in a ten because I haven't yes. seen other games do it nearly this well. So I've I've beaten this game, and I will fully admit, nine out of ten times when people say this to me, I think they're just full of it. Like when they say you didn't get it, but I will admit, I don't think I got this game. I think I'm missing something. <laughs> I think it was above my head. Maybe I just don't understand what people love about this game so much. I don't think it's a bad game. I think it's kind of clever, a lot of cool stuff going on, but. Um, I just don't see it as a 10. Now, am I saying objectively it's not a 10? No. Personally, for me, my experience with it was, eh. Yeah, I need to play more of it, so I'm just passing here. But, yeah. Yep, yep. Super Mario Odyssey, definitely agree on the 10. I I agree with that. I think it's definitely a 10. Such a great game. This was really good at bringing back um, Mario exploring every crevice again kind of game. So, like, even, what, Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2, the level design was fantastic, and there were secrets, of course. But Super Mario Odyssey, I mean, you could look at one chunk of the map, and you could approach it so many different ways and find a moon in such a weird, obscure spot that you would never imagine. Right, Um, right. I love the cleverness of where they hide some of these moons. Very good. Yeah, so. yeah, agreed. And I didn't even I played the game for a long time, but I didn't even go to the to the end of it. Like I didn't do everything. There's like when you beat a level and you go many. back and it shows you how many in total there are and how many you got, you start to realize, oh my god, <laughs> I didn't even get half of these things. <laughs> Where were they even at? You could look at you could look up a guide and be like, oh, it's in this area, and be like, okay, well, I don't want it to show exactly where it's at. I go to that area spend an hour and I can't find the thing, you know, then right. I finally like break down, look it up and it's, and I would have never figured it out. And I'm just like, dang, this, this game is, is just, I don't know, superior mind to myself. <laughs> Amazing game. I don't Amazing know. game. It's very good. Right. Um, Next up. Celeste. Celeste. I like this game a lot. I like I this game a lot. I'm not giving it a 10. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Nine. I can give it a nine. Yeah, it's a nine. great platformer. But I think it's, it's a really good not, platformer. I think I've just played so many platformers that I think are way better. Like I think Super Meat Boy is like a ten out of ten. I don't, I don't think this is though. The problem um, is we just have better stuff. Like you're saying, Super Meat Boy is better. Yeah. Mario, any two D Mario games better. Um, Mega Man's better. Um, I don't know. There's Maybe. a lot. Like Celeste is like, yeah, it's really fun to. Uh, get those really really tight spots when you're like platforming but you know like all the great platformers have that same stuff but seem to execute it even better than this game i don't yep i don't think this is a 10 i i'm with you i don't i do not think it's a 10 either so um people say the story is what elevates it to a 10 i like the story it's i think it's a good story good. it's it's cute i don't i'm not demeaning cute i mean like genuinely it's a cute story right but I, I right don't, i agree I don't um but yeah that, don't think it deserves that next we got god of war 2018 yeah, I think I agree. I think this game deserves a ten. Yeah, I agree. It's up there. 
What a great <laughs> and another one that we're getting the sequel to soon, man. Have you every, seen that? It's one of those trailer? games. Every aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh uh, I was I was saying that um, last episode on like. I wasn't even looking for. I didn't want to see any new footage. I was good or whatever. <laughs> I was trying to avoid stuff. I watched that trailer anyway, and I was like, "Nope, I for sure am happy." I saw that trailer, and I want this game more than ever now. It was such a good trailer because it was able to finally show completely different areas and really get like, "Oh, they're taking this far, far further than I thought they would." Yep, so I'm, like, I'm very excited. Um, I, yeah, I but God of War. I mean, it's one of those games you can look at every angle of this game. And it's like perfect or near perfect. Like the combat is so good, the level design is so good, the enemy design is so good. It's just the story is so good. I, I can't uh-huh. find any flaws with this game. <laughs> it just <laughs> does everything so well. So yeah, not much more to say on that one. Red Dead Redemption Two. Same I thing game, I just said. I'll thing. just repeat it. <laughs> same like, thing. Every yep. angle I could view is. I mean, wow. The game yes, is, is for just sure incredible. ten out of ten. I'm very excited because GTA 6 will be using this same engine. I know, I know. I, I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All these leaks with GTA, it just has me excited more. I'm like, this. they're going to do some crazy stuff with this game, and I really cannot wait for it. So, No, Red uh, Dead's for sure a, a 10 out of 10. Even yeah, if somebody doesn't even one. like that type of game, I can't see someone uh, like trying to say that it doesn't deserve a 10. You're out Agreed. of your mind. Agreed. Anyway. Um, Half-Life Alex, I did not play, so I can't speak to it. I did, and I agree completely. It's the best VR experience. I mean, I'm trying to think, like, Astrobot is really fun, and it may be up there. The same, I had really fun experience with, weirdly enough, Nintendo VR, there's this bazooka game, and you build the bazooka, and you play it inside of it. One of the coolest VR experiences. But Alex, on just a pure, like, critical level, and I'm judging every aspect, this is like perfection in VR. It's That's awesome. crazy good. Uh, I'm glad for sure, that. a ten out of ten. Um, anyway, I'm gonna have to play that one eventually. Persona Five Royal. I, I will. People, I will finally play this game in October. Finally, <laughs> I agree but with the ten. It's, yeah. Everything I've heard sounds like not only did they come out with an amazing game already, then they just made it better and released it again. Yeah, I would have given the original five a ten, and Royal only made it better. So, yeah, awesome. Uh, Overwatch. Last part. Oh, sorry, I skipped over. Sorry, Overwatch. Um, um, I think Overwatch is a good game. I, I don't think it deserves a ten, though. I don't know. But I'm trying to think of what it does. Like in terms of it being a champion shooter, is there a better one out there? I don't think there is. Um, I don't think there is. I haven't played Valorant. But, I know people talk d- about that one a lot. Is it still a ten because of that? No. Um, I I think it's the best at its class, but I still would give it a nine I, or nine point five, whatever. I just want to give it a ten. I agree. I agree there. Yeah. I don't really have much more to say about Overwatch. Um, <laughs> it's phenomenal. Two. I mean, it's basically what uh, Team Fortress 2, you know, yeah. all the yeah. ideas of that and really going full ham and creating a game all around that. They did a fantastic yeah. job with it. It's just not. They definitely, they definitely revolutionized it, you know, made it more popular, brought it to the masses. So, yeah, definitely deserve credit for that. All right, um, Last of Us Part Two. two. I know the same with the first one. one. Um, they improved <laughs> the combat here, but it's still like it's still not a ten. Um, I I don't like the story in this one. I prefer the right. story in one. Right, I am that that side of the camp. Sure, but that's not even where I'm thinking here. I'm just thinking in purely like when you're reviewing like you know combat uh, exploration, we're rating all of these angles of the game. 
but right. I don't think it. I don't think it holds up to a ten. Um, I think the characters are actually a lot better in Last of Us Part Two than they are in the first one. Like they definitely yep. up the scale on like. It's just the story direction I didn't prefer. Part of. Two yeah, that's part that's one. totally fair. Um, but in terms of the way they executed the characters, like the voice acting, the realism, the the mm-hmm. environments, how beautiful everything was, they definitely improved on the combat like quite a lot in the second one. So it was a lot more yep. fun in that regard. But it's still not ten worthy in combat system. There's still far better combat systems. Yeah, uh, yeah. Even in this style of game. Um, I just don't see it being a 10 for me. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, for me personally, I, I'm in the minority is that I think this game is way better than the first one. I know a lot of people disagree with me on that. Um, for me, I just, I man, think it's way better than the first one. I just mean story. It's like, no, the, I, purely I, know, I know the decisions and nothing more. Some people don't everything like everything else. Much. Everything else is better in the second game. Yeah. Some people don't like the story even as much in this one. And for me personally, this game just landed right with me. Like I just loved everything about it. So um, for me, I, I would give it that score. I think the experience I had with this game was that good. Um, I would put it there. But I totally get why some people would not. So totally reasonable um, disagreements there. I think they made this yeah. game knowing it was going to be divisive, obviously. They knew people <laughs> were going to disagree about it. So Well, I'm trying to not even think on story. I'm just trying to think of the rest. Just in general. It's, yeah, I get it's it. It's hard for me to give it a 10. Fair enough. Anyway, um, um Microsoft, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Flight Simulator 20, I did not play 20. this game. So it's I a perfect 10. I mean, this is fantastic. I've played a lot of it. I mean, it you looks can't, really you, cool. You actually can't get better than this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. here it's like top, top is, tier. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty awesome. So, All right. Uh, uh, Crusader, Crusader Kings Watch 3. the IGN review of that. That's one of the best of reviews Crusader I've King? ever seen for any game. No, Microsoft Flight Simulator Oh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Okay. Watch the IGN review for that. Um, Seth Macy, he's actually the nbc host now dude nbc is so good now i haven't okay. i haven't listened to years because i've fallen off just because i never i haven't liked like the last two hosts and it's sure. very boring whatever but he is man he's so i don't know he's just so entertaining to, to listen to he's really funny and he's incredibly smart and uh he did the review for this it really is one of the best reviews you'll ever watch uh, okay. just in terms cool. of how he created it. I don't know. You got to see it. It's awesome. Anyway, okay. Crusader Kings 3. I've never played it. I don't know never anything played about it. it. Got I super good reviews, but I never played pass. it. Pass. <laughs> yep. Spelunky, uh, Spelunky 2. I played a little of it. It is just, incredibly good. I just, I just need to play of more of it. Yeah. I don't know enough about this one, too. Um, so yeah, yeah. that's, a, I mean, don't really have Pass. much to add there. Disco Elysium, the final cut. I do think this game deserves a 10. I think it is an incredible game and it does some things. That I just blow my mind. First of all, there's over 1 million lines of dialogue in this game. Just, just like, let that sink into your head for a second. How much talking that is, but they do it so masterfully. You literally, okay. Hey, I have 30 minutes before dinner. Let me just jump on real quick and do a little exploring. Then the next 30 minutes I spend talking to a clerk in a store about a board game. Like, literally, like, any conversation can go that far. Like, okay. The fact that so many people will miss so much dialogue in this game because it's so in every aspect of the game is uh, super cool. It, it really is like Dungeons & Dragons at its core. Like, there's yeah, dice rolls. But as long as they know when you go into it, like, no one's going to see everything. That's the right. point. We're just right. adding as much as we That's can. That's exactly but, the point, yep. Um, yeah. And, if it's all great quality, then sure. Oh, it's super top tier. And, and they even have, like... Uh, 
you know, when you try to do something, your, your, your stats will determine your dice roll, how, how much of a chance you have of passing that, that, you know, dice check or whatever you call it. Oh, cool. Yeah. But when you do it, sometimes failing the roll will let you see something else. That's really cool that you might've otherwise missed. Okay. You know, there's yeah. like a scene where you go to sing karaoke and I, luckily my stats were high enough. I got a good dice roll and I saw him sing karaoke. It was a funny scene. But then I looked up because someone had told me, oh, look up the one where he fails. And it's freaking hilarious. He like butchers the whole song. People are booing him. And he's, it's like <laughs> so such a funny scene. Um, so, yeah, the game is incredible, man. Really, really good game. So, yeah, I would give it a 10. Uh, next up, Deathloop. I'm hard disagreeing with this. I'm giving it an eight, 8 at best. I think this is one of Arcane's like weaker efforts. Um, okay. Now, the characters, best characters they've ever made in a game. That's what super elevates this game. The um, it's like I guess it's two protagonists, but like in the beginning, you're thinking she's like bad, and against you, you realize the gist as you keep playing. Both of those characters, though, incredibly well done. This is some of the best character interactions I've probably seen in a video game. Period. In terms of two people bantering back and forth, so okay. good. Cool. Uh, it's definitely the highlight of the game. Uh, the gunplay is right. pretty good too, and then that's about it. The, the the big problem with this is like think like Majora's Mask, where everyone's going to be at a certain spot at a certain time, and you have to figure out everybody and what position they're going to be and how to handle this. And you know, like every time you rerun it, you're going to be trying to achieve something a little different, but you really need to get a grasp on where everyone is in the world and what times they go here and there. All of that's cool. It's just almost boring because of that. Uh, I, <laughs> I just don't think like on paper, it sounds incredible, but the execution, it just doesn't live up to what they could have done. It doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't hold weight. I just think it's like, I think it's kind of weak. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's almost it. like they just needed more time to come up with more scenarios and more um, situations that are different. And it just, it feels like shallow somehow. It, gotcha. it's, you'd have to play it, see what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm I kept pushing it, through. I kept trying and I eventually just stopped. I just couldn't. I couldn't get into it. Uh, I, I love the banter, but like the just the overall idea of the looping just wasn't that fun to me. I just felt like I was like actually doing the same thing over and over. You can choose to do different things, but they didn't feel unique enough. I just I, in any angle I I took this game whenever I was playing it, it just felt really shallow. It's weird. I feel you. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I do yeah. want to check it out, see what I think eventually, but yeah. Uh, All right, Forza Horizon Five. Yes, this is one of the. This is the best open world racing game that exists. They they achieved awesome. that pinnacle, um, and it's far more than just like, oh, it's a fun world to explore. The racing is really tight, incredibly well done too. I right, hear it's uh, top all tier, of the right? options of like all the stuff you can unlock, all the goals and missions you can go on. I mean, they're still adding content like almost every other day to this thing. Um, they got a great, I mean, it's the best you're going to get when you, when you want a fun racer, not a sim, not a simulation racer, but a fun racer. This is the best you're going to achieve. It for yeah. sure uh, deserves a 10. Yeah, fair enough. All right. And that brings us to the final one, Elden Ring, which 
I for sure agree to a 10 out of 10. No, totally <laughs> 10 out of 10. We've already spoken enough on it, but everything, the combat, the world, enemies, it's just, just a great, perfect game, man. It's so yes. good. So, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Our official rankings of these 10 out of 10. It's not that, not that many 10 out of 10s, huh, over all these years? The weirdest thing I put in here at the bottom. So I put 1999 and Pokemon Red and Blue. They didn't give another 10 till 2008. Wow. Saw four. So they went nine, well, I guess eight years, they in between years, but of not giving a single game a 10. That's pretty insane. It's crazy. Well, I'm thinking possibly the next one will be God of War. We'll see how it how it lands with the review. Yeah, um, yeah. What it okay? What is the the next? So that comes November. Yep. I'm saying Bayonetta three gets a ten. Oh, that would be amazing. I see it. This is it looks, looking I mean, better than one and two. I really it does. It does look better. And okay. one and two got very high scores. They were like sitting at like nine point sevens or something. Right. And I think that was at the time to where IGN did a hundred point scale because now they do just by fives. I think. Right. So I think yeah. if they like, if they want to go above a ninety-five, they're gonna give it, they're gonna give it the hundred. They can't, okay. they can't go in between. So I think that's, I think it's gonna land on a ten. All right. I mean, you could be right. I hope so. So <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> see about that. All right. Let's get into new game watch, and we'll be done here. Let's do it. Uh, Death first, let it die. PlayStation Five and PlayStation Four, September twenty eighth. This is that multiplayer sort of game. They showed it a few times at a PlayStation State of Play. Um, I don't know. It looks like a better version of that uh, game that the servers are about to die on. It doesn't look as oh, bad as that, but it looks yes, like yes, it's. Yes. I don't know. It. it, not, it not I don't think it's going to take off. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> die as well. All right. And, which is funny because it's dead first, let it die. <laughs> uh, Brewmaster PC, September 29th. Doofromatic Switch, September 29th. Let's Build a Zoo, all platforms, September 29th. Moonbreaker, September 29th. Pathfinder, Wrath of Righteous, September 29th, all platforms. Picross S8 Switch, September 29th. I need to actually jump on a pit cross. Heard those games are cool. Yeah. Valkyrie Elysium, September 29th. I am getting this. So this will be my first like PS5 pickup in a long time. Actually, it's coming to peace. Mm. I need to see Steam Deck. You know, I guess I'm going to wait for release and look at, see how it does on Steam Deck. If it performs well on Steam Deck, I may go Steam instead. Uh, Because, I mean, the game is really beautiful. But I just know myself. If I have it handheld, I'm gonna play it more. Oh yeah. And so if it's a long game, I'm gonna want it handheld. Uh, FIFA 23, all platforms, September 30th. My Little Pony, a Maritime Bay Adventure, day one, September 30th. Witchy Life Story, PC, September 30th. Daker right. Desert Rally, all platforms, October 4th. Overwatch 2, October 4th, all platforms, even Switch, getting a day one. Okay. That is interesting. Um, it actually doesn't look bad. Like, it's it's 30 instead of 60, but actually, is that even true? Because I think Overwatch I 2 actually was now. 60. No, I'm trying to figure out uh, frame rate. Oh, so Overwatch oh, gotcha. 2, 30 or 60 FPS on Switch. No, it was the first one, and it is 30. 30, okay. When I played it on Switch, it actually was a good experience, and I enjoyed playing it there. But no, I'm 
me, of course. I'm playing it on my Steam Deck, and I'm playing it on... um, It is free to play, so I'm just going to install it on all platforms and just kind of jump around, whatever, because it's all linked to the same account anyway, so it's not going to matter where I play it. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm very curious on that one. Like, I'm definitely going to play it when it comes out. I'm just curious if I'm going to care enough to stick with it, and I guess we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm not, like, super excited, but, I'll, you know, I'm going to check it out and see what I think. So, maybe Yeah, I, I'm not, like, hyped by any means. Like, oh, my God, I can't wait. But it's uh-huh. just that curiosity of I did really enjoy the first one. I right. actually <laughs> fell off just because, I don't know. With I, I can't be expected to play a game for forever. I've just never been that person. Mm-hmm. No matter yep. how good a game is, I'm going to eventually move on. Yeah. Um, yeah, fair enough. All right, that'll do it. And uh, I guess we'll see you guys next week. See you later. Have a good one, guys. Bye.